This week on Beerfish Fanatics podcast episode, we actually have Denny. Uh, he's from the YouTube channel Floatfish Adventures. Definitely check it out. I'll put the link below. I'll put uh, also the link on the, the show notes. And he's actually joining us for a three-part episode. So he's going to be doing three episodes with us. Uh, this is the first part, of course. So uh, he's going to give us that opportunity to really pick his brain. So hopefully you guys enjoy. But can you hear me now? Yes, but you're like right oh, up in the mic. Oh, sounds so right. good like that. Wow, that's, that's really, uh, that's, wow. That goes on the couch, right? <laughs> I told you I used to DJ for a long time, right? So hey, I can do the voice. We're definitely keeping that part in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, uh, but FYI, everybody, uh, welcome to another episode. And just so everybody knows, we have the all-star, in my opinion, Mr. Denny here. He's uh, from the from the famous YouTube. I thought you were introducing Kit. Yeah, Kit. I'm, I'm kind of out of the frame, by the way. Well, see? So. Sorry, man. <laughs> there we there go. There we go. There he is. All right. We'll but, start this again, guys, but it's all right. No. But once again, like I said, uh, we actually have Denny here from uh, the infamous YouTube channel, Float, uh, Float, Float Fish Adventure. Yep, yep. So thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Cool. Here at BFF. And we have Kit with Fishing Kit. How you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm uh, good. So I took a nap today, so I'm, I'm good to go. That's always good, man. Um, so today, I did not forget, we're going to start with the beer. Um, for some reason, <laughs> lately the podcast, I keep forgetting this is also about beer. <laughs> so today, uh, just so everybody knows, we have Tricycle Cream Ale. It's a Iowa brewery, uh, single speed brewing company. Obviously, it's brewed in Iowa, and I believe they're brewed in Waterloo. Yep, Waterloo. And this is a um, cream ale. Let me see. It goes 32 IBU. Uh, alcohol by volume is 5.2. So, so what does IBU mean? Uh, international, bitter, inter, international bitter per unit. And, and 1.x OG. Right, that's that the original gangsta scale? <laughs> Wait, what? One point X O G. One point zero four seven. Oh yeah. O G. So it's original gangster. So it's, this it's, is the thing. Dang it! I actually know. The O G stands for uh, original gravity. Ah. So so what it is is um, when when you're brewing the beer, it's like a percentage. Like uh, they have this little. Um, water thing that it drips and it shows you the original gravity, so you know the alcohol content at the end of the brewing so when you because when you're brewing the beer uh you put whatever sugar because sugar creates alcohol mm -hmm. so then the the og it measures it, it tells you what the original is so you can kind of estimate what the the ending result of the alcohol content will be so that's what the og is so, i think uh, i might get fact checked on this <laughs> like a mofo but 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 i'm about let's just say this i'm about 80 percent sure i think that's that's what it means so. i'm going with original gangster yeah yeah i like, I like original gangster <laughs> all right gentlemen cheers cheers oh sh sorry we're 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 uh we're a mess right wow. now oh wow why is it so fizzy no blord yeah did we shake it did you shake it <laughs> these ones were sitting there for a few minutes yeah. they were so that's actually it's pretty good. I saved it. Yeah, that is pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, in fact, they'll they'll probably get extra purchases because of this, just because you had me over. Because I like it. <laughs> I hope so. So, single speed brewing company in Waterloo, guys, check it out. Uh, if you're in the the Midwest, um, 
it's actually a pretty damn good beer. Not bad. I'm pretty impressed. So, anyways, we actually have. Oh, <laughs> that's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, we had. We asked to have Danny here because uh, I actually am one of his secret favorite fans <laughs> on his YouTube channel. Like, I, 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 I'm not that type of guy that goes onto YouTube and comments all the time, but I am the type of guy that will sit there and freaking watch every video because <laughs> it's entertaining, um, but also informative at the same time. Uh, as you guys know from previous episodes, I'm not the biggest cat fisherman. Um, here we go again. <laughs> I think yeah. Danny agrees. <laughs> yeah, but I I'm looking to get into it and get better at it, and and that's why you know I've been having uh, people who come here who do a lot more catfishing and everything. At least you guys can give me tidbits, so then you know one day I can be out there and somewhat look like I know what I'm doing, um, kind of. Catfishing is not where I started. It's that's you know it's not where I started, but it's definitely where I've ended up. So really, what? Where did you start fishing wise, like like focusing wise? Oh, I I was the bass fisherman. You know, oh. I grew up as a little kid bass fishing farm ponds. You know, trespassing everywhere I could find to trespass out in the field, and and you know, fishing for bass in farm ponds. And that was that was. I mean, you know, I did that forever. So when I got a kayak and started kayak fishing, all I cared about was bass fishing and how can I catch bigger bass. You know, and I tried to target like trophy fish, and then. Uh, yeah, then I just uh, actually what happened was that uh, the the DNR has that 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 pin program the the, the master angler thing, thing you know, yeah. and I was like, oh, well they have the deal where if you catch different species you get a pin and whatnot, and I thought, well if I if I do that because I really only know how to fish for bass, I'm like if I do this that'll force me to learn how to fish for other species I'll become a better angler all the way around. By the time, and it gives me always have something to focus on this next species or whatever you know, and so I did that, and then started um, fishing for catfish because that was next on the list, and in the course of fishing, um, trying to get a, a thirty-inch channel cat, I kept coming really close but not quite getting there, and I was like, man, these fish in the kayak, these fish are fun because yeah. they you know, even a, you know a channel cat will pull you around pretty good you know and. So that kind of really kind of turned me on a little bit to, to, to catfish. And then after the channel cats, I was like, okay, well, I've never caught a flathead. So I catching a flathead out of the kayak seems like it's going to be a hoot. So, and then I caught one and like the first flathead catfish I caught out of the kayak, I'm like, this is it. I don't care about anything <laughs> else. This is what I want to do. This, this is it. Man. So they're that's, really, you guys are really convincing me to, <clears throat> to buy a kayak again. <laughs> So is there is there like a time frame for when you started the kayak fishing thing? Like was this five years ago, longer than that? Uh, yeah, I guess my first kayak was six or seven years ago. Seven years ago, maybe. 2011, um, 2012. 2011 nine years ago. I'm, 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 I'm going back. I'm going back. 2000, um, 2012... So it was probably it was I, it was the end of 2012. My kid talked me into it. Yeah. My my youngest son, he was my fishing partner, and uh, you know he was like, Dad, we need. To, he was 13 at the time, and my he was like, Dad, we need to get we need to get kayaks so we can get out on the water to fish. And I'm like, 
that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not buying a kayak and trying to fish out of it, you know? And he's like, no, they make special kayaks. And he was researching YouTube and looking, look at this one, look at this one. And sort of, he worked me for a whole summer and, you know, slowly I, I started watching them on my own. I'm like, that, that looks, they, they, that looks kind of fun, you know? And then... You know, I, so I had to buy two of everything. So the one for him, one for me, and I, we got like just entry level kayaks and yeah, I mean, it, it exploded from there. Right. So I blame him now to this day. I'm like, this is all your fault. Right? <laughs> this is all your fault. He's probably like, you can thank me. you right. Right. So yeah, it worked out. It was pretty cool. Nice. But <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to have to get another kayak. I'm, that's it. <laughs> I'm convinced I got to get back into it because once the, my youngest is old enough, I think I'm going to care. No, she can't. I got a long time. Forget that. I'm just going to... Just get it. Just, I'm just worry about it later. Yeah. Never mind. I'm just going to get it. Just get one. Just yeah. get one again. Again. Because I sold my old one. And I was just like, I'm not going to lie. I miss it. Especially when I see your guys' videos. I'm like, dang it. I got to do it. But, um, so what I do see, though, a lot is uh, I see your channel that you use a lot of whisker seekers. Can you... Talk to me a little bit about that, like yeah, because um, I, I see, I've seen their polls. It's um, I know Kit has how many of them? I got three. And what what, what model do you have? You have medium um, heavy. Yep, medium yep. heavy. Cool. So you guys talk to me about that because I honestly I am gonna get into catfishing, so I, I'm obviously gonna look for a couple polls, and I, I see all kinds of polls out there, and. Explain to me what should I be looking for, and why do you guys use Whisker, Whisker Seeker as, as your guys' main catfish poles? Right, well, I, I think I should go first, because then Danny can go into more detail. <laughs> I can tell you why you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> right, well, like, let me see. I used to, I just used, used to use, like, a bass rod for catfishing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's what a lot of, I guess, casual catfishermen do. I mean, I guess you can't even call catfishermen if they're casual. Can you? <laughs> sure you can. Sure you can. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, I'll just take this rod, whatever reel comes on there, nothing too specific, and you just use it as a catfish rod. And then, was it? It was probably like, before I even got into the kayak fishing thing, it was probably like six, seven years ago. But anyways, I just decided, you know what? I want, I want something more specific for catfishing. Then I was just doing research, like uh, catfish and carp, that's how I ran into, because he uses a lot of the Whisker Seeker stuff. Yep, yep. And then, because he, I think he did a review. He had like, he's got like seven or eight of them. And then, you know, he, he talked we, pretty positive about, about them. Yeah, we, we have a new series of rods about to come out that are, that he's, his name's on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I think I can say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it depends when this airs, right? yeah, and then, and then, uh, I I, this was around the time when I wanted to like sport like local or like smaller businesses <clears throat> kind of thing, and then I found out they're what in West Des Moines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. This they're from Iowa. You know, th this yep. is pretty cool. It's you know, it just that's just how it worked out. And then after I started using it, uh, I liked it. And then the next year I bought another one, and the year after that I bought another one. That's how I got three. Nice. But yeah, and then you know hey. I. That's when I found like your channel, Spencer's channel. Like, oh, there's these Iowa guys out here. They're using it too. I mean, I, have, I haven't heard anything bad about them, really. Yeah, no. I mean, I I love the rods, <clears throat> honestly. The uh, when 
when I decided uh, when I decided to start targeting uh, catfish more specifically, and, and when I was like, uh, I, I was I, like everybody, most people, you know, I just I was using um, just a bass rod when I was targeting the the channel catfish, and then I'm like, okay, I need I need a real catfish rod, especially when I decided I want to start fishing for flathead. I mean, I want to catch a big, you know, and I need to have the right kind of gear for it, and. Um, so yeah, I, I I did some research and I, I had it sorted down between like two or three rod companies and then kind of like you, I I, I I realized that Whisker Seeker was local, you know, <clears throat> and uh, I went to Shields because Shields carries them in in store, you know, and I you know sort of felt it in my hand and I'm like I, I really like the way this rod feels, so uh, so I bought uh, the medium heavy. And was really happy with it. And not long after I got it, uh, I caught another uh, pretty nice flathead. And it just, you know, I managed to get the whole thing from the takedown and everything on film. I had it, you know, I put together a goofy little video on it. Um, and uh, I, I, I posted it to their Facebook page. I'm like, I just got your rod like a month ago and grid fish and I love the rod, you know. And uh, Matt, the owner, he hit me up like the like later that day. And he was like, "Hey, I love the video. Can you give me a call in a day or two? I was like, "Yeah, okay." So uh, you know, so I, I gave him a call, and 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 he was like, "I really like the video. That was great. I'm gonna give you a, a credit for some extra gear so you can fix some stuff up." Um, I know kayaking is getting popular, and I've been toying with the idea of one or two people on the. Uh, Toying with the idea of one or two people on the uh, kayak guys on the team, mm -hmm. you know. So, so I called up Spencer and I'm like, let's go talk to this guy, you know. And I mean, that's kind of how the whole whisker seeker thing happened. But uh, the rods themselves, uh, I, I mean, I seriously love the gear, you know. The the rods are uh, there. It used to be with catfishing rods, um, they were just all super heavy. They were broomsticks. Yeah. You know, it's super heavy, fiberglass, you know, not sensitive. Um, and the Whisker Seeker, they came out with, uh, I mean, they have their own proprietary blank that's a combination of uh, glass and uh, graphite. So it's it's sensitive. And the medium heavy has a real nice parabolic medium action, right? So I like that for the circle. A lot of guys catfishing fish with circle hooks, mm -hmm. right? And I like that. I like that real moderate. Because it allows the hook, it allows the rod to, to to load up, you know, in a nice smooth way that the the hook, you know, that puts it positions the hook in the corner of their mouth like it's supposed to, and then the heavy action is really the same rod, it just has a faster action. It's got a faster tip. So if you're the guy that likes to, you know, set the hook and use J hooks, then the 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 heavy action is is, is I think a little better for that. Hmm. Get uh, I was going to ask you guys anyways later <clears throat> about hooks. So might as well, since you kind of brought that mm -hmm. up, uh, I kind of seen the different types of hooks. The, like you said, the J hooks, the circle hooks, uh, the octopus hooks, treble hooks, things like that. You talk to a novice catfish <clears throat> person like myself. I would just take whatever big hook or a treb hook, put whatever meat I can put on that sucker, just toss it with a little bit of weight. Can you explain, can you guys explain the difference? Because I keep hearing people, like you just said, circle hook, circle hook. I'm like, okay, I, I looked, I Googled it up. I kind of looked into it. I'm like, 
I would rather have you guys who use it day in, day out, explain the difference of those hooks and why you guys use those specific hooks. Um, that's pretty much all I use for catfishing, for the type of catfishing that I do, because it's easy, at least for me. Uh, and also, like, a lot of people struggle with circle hooks, because I think uh, they try to do too much with the circle hook. You kind of basically let it do its own thing. They uh, come from... They come from as soon as you see the rod tip, grab it and yeah. set the hook. Yeah, that's, that's that's the biggest mistake. You don't do that with a circle hook. Yeah. What happens when you do that? You just pull the hook out of the mouth. Yeah, that's yeah. Really? Yeah. So, so in <laughs> other words, circle hook don't I, don't do what you normally would do, is which is set the hook. So yeah. you just let the fish take it. Yeah. yeah so the, so the, yeah, the point um, instead of like here's here's your J hook, right? You know, it's just pretty straightforward. It just curls back and points back to the sh points parallel to the shank but a circle hook the point is uh what perpendicular to the shank yeah it points in at the shank so yeah. it's like this it's really got a hook on the end right so mm -hmm. with the the it, it's too bad i don't have one here because it's a great demonstration but so i go but, get some upstairs but like what you'll see is that it doesn't right so like this is the fish's mouth right mm -hmm. and it's in the mouth and it will slide and that line as the fish moves away the line will will come out the side or the, one side or the other in the mouth and it will that drag that hook to the corner of their mouth and then it will just hook right so you almost always get fish hooked in the corner of the mouth so it's a good solid hook you know uh hook penetration and you're not you're not gut hooking fish you know and and killing them so i mean it's especially like for drifting mm -hmm. that's it's it's the hook to use for drifting i mean honestly when it comes to hooks and it, this is totally going to be a pitch, you know, I, I know. But um, <laughs> the the triple threat hooks, the Whisker Seeker triple threat hooks, okay. they're, they're seriously, they're the money hook for catfishing. They really are. They're, they are the gold standard now. I don't care. I don't care. I'll, I'll argue all day long. As you, they've got a little shorter shank, and you can sweep hook set with it, right? So, like, I've got, I, I've got pictures of fish that are hooked in the top of the mouth, in the bottom where I felt it load up a little bit and I've just leaned into it and wherever it grabs it'll end like most circle hooks you'll pull out of their mouth but there's there's just enough gap in it that you you can that's why they call it the triple thread right so mm -hmm. you can set the hook you're still not going to just haul off and you know KVD it because you will pull <laughs> it out you will pull it out of their mouth but if you do a slow sweeping hook set you can get a hook set with that can you guys explain a little bit because uh, I, I hear you guys say reel down you know, reel down when with the circle hook. Mm -hmm. uh, explain that a little bit because I can guarantee you maybe 20, 30% of the people who listen to this or watching this don't understand that. And I can be the first to tell you that I don't understand the reeling down part. So what is that? Can you explain that it's just a little bit when you use the circle hook? Um, I'll, I'll let Danny take this one. That well, could have been a dumbass question. Let's, but. let's go back to the drifting part. Uh, oh. For the drifting part, you don't need a reel down or anything because you're already moving. And when I drift, uh, I think when most people drift, their their reel is like locked down. You're not free scrolling right. or whatever. Right. Because uh, the fish just comes, takes it, and says, with your momentum, yep. you're pulling that hook away from the fish. So it does it for you technically, like yeah. drifting. Okay. Usually in the kayak, especially, um, but drifting in general, when you get it, so 
if you're if you're bank fishing or you're anchor fishing and you've got your bait sitting out and it's sitting on the ground or it's maybe even lifted up a little bit off the bottom, that fish can come and it can you can touch it with its whiskers and it can put its mouth on it and it can it has time to decide do I want to eat this? Do I not want to eat this? You know, it can be finicky. When you're drifting, that's a wounded fish that's moving and the opportunity to eat it that window is shorter and you're right so the fish has to commit faster if otherwise he might lose it right they can track it they can follow it but there's still a sense of it's moving and i have to get it in my mouth right and so typically when you're drifting you won't get those little pecky peck bites i mean unless they're really small fish when you're drifting and you get a bite your rod loads up and at that point, you I mean usually once the rod is like load up, you're trying to get it out of the rod holder. By the time you get it out of the rod holder, it's loaded up enough that it's embedded the hook, right? The idea of reeling down um, is to make sure that the rod is loaded because if you don't have enough tension on the rod and you try and set the hook, it's that slow increase of tension on the rod that is positioning the hook in the corner of the mouth for the fish, right? So you'll the fish will start to feel the tension and typically move away. I mean, it all happens quickly, but it is that process of making sure that you're taking up all the slack and you're loading the rod up because that is what's going to move that hook in the mouth in, into the position it needs to be in so that, that the, 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 the hook penetrates. My mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, <clears throat> I hear you... Say, you know, reel down before, you know, whatever. And, and I, now that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. your explanation of that. Holy cow. Now I, now I get it. Now I understand. Like, don't just, you don't just set the hook hard. You, right. Now I get the, the reason why you reel down. Oh, man. Man, I got to drink to that one. <laughs> I'll drink to that. I totally just, <laughs> no, seriously. I, I really, that that's something that I didn't know. I mean, it. you can laugh. Others may laugh that listen to this. Like, how can he not know that? But no, there's. There's a lot of people that don't know. Like, I'm on the groups, and you know, people they're always asking questions about circle hooks. Like, I tried circle hooks, you know, I lost, I lost ten fish. Like, these suck. I'm never gonna use circle hooks ever again. I see that a lot. Yeah. I'll tell you where, um, where circle hooks give me trouble, and where I have sort of a, um, changed my mindset a bit uh, is with flathead fishing during the day, right? So with with flathead. During the day, it's a different game than night fishing, right? Night fishing is sort of like setting a trap. Um, you know, I, I expect these fish are going to move through here. They're going to be feeding. I want to put my bait right here. When it comes along the channel and moves up on the ledge, it's going to see my bait and it's going to eat it. <clears throat> it's going to take it. It's going to move off. Circle hook will be just fine. During the day, it's more of a hunting game, right? So they don't move around a lot during the day. Um, they will typically find some piece of cover in a hole and they'll hole up into it. So you have to go to them, right? And you can see on, uh, pitch the channel here, right? But you can see some of my videos uh, where I catch flathead during the day. Uh, in fact, the last one I posted is a really excellent example, right? You see the rod tip go, thump, mm -hmm. and then it doesn't, you know, fish, there's this competition thing with fish, and a fish will usually take a bait and then hurry up and try and get someplace safe to eat it because other fish, I mean, if there's anything coming out that the other fish will want to try and steal the bait from the, the, the fish that just ate it, right? Mm -hmm. Flathead, they're the kings. They don't, they don't need to do that. So they'll eat, you'll see the rod just thump, 
and then they just sit there. And, you know, I've had fish sit there for two, three minutes. I mean, and that's a long time to think like I'm almost positive I got a fish on and I can't do anything because they're not moving away and that circle hook is not getting positioned, you know. So and it's in there. It's, and it's in just... their mouth, but if I try and reel down real fast, and I usually am fishing with short line like that, if I reel down real fast and they're not, they haven't turned, I'm just going to pull the hook out of their mouth and I've done it and it's painful when it happens, right? <laughs> so um, a lot of times during the day, especially in that sp specific type of situation, I will run, um, I'll run J hooks and it's so that I don't care where exactly that hook is in their mouth. I know that I can, I can reel down and I can, as long as it's, the rod's loading up a little bit, I know that, that, that point is finding a spot and I'm, I'm good to set the hook. So it's, uh, oh. so it's where you're kind of situational. Yes, on the, on absolutely. Gotcha. Right, right. Different, different drifting. I'm always using drifting. I'm always using, um, the triple thread hooks. Okay. Period. Uh, flathead fishing as during the day, I'm usually either using J hooks or I will use, um, the, the, the kale circle hooks. And I like those because they're a little thinner gauge and they don't, they don't beat up the, the bait fish. I'm fishing with live bait fish. So. Hmm. Man, I am super mind blown today. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, I think the greatest thing of doing this podcast is not even, it's just the amount of information that I'm <clears throat> absorbing from you guys and just people in general. So definitely appreciate it. And hopefully one day I can post a picture so you right. can see that. Look, it works. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so hopefully one day that happens. What else? I think you wanted to talk a little bit more. Um, what other brands that I think that you are a part of that, uh, do you recommend for for a person like me? Let's say I go buy a kayak. I'm about to start catfishing. Uh, is there a specific gear products that you would recommend? Hey, I think you should look into this, Grandy. This will help you, you know, catch this fish or or you know whatnot. This will help you. Is there anything that you would say like this is a must have? I, I recommend besides the, the hook that you, you just put the triple. Is it triple? The triple thread hook. Triple thread right. hook. I'll look into that. And then the pole. But then, I mean, what else would you say? You know what? You're going to need this, man. Um, yeah, well, I mean, just, man, it's so much. <laughs> there, It's funny, too, because, you know, I'm I'm kind of a minimalist, which is you'd laugh if you saw me show up at the, you know, at the, at the ramp putting in. Um, but I, 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 I've always tried to find the balance between what's essential, what do I have to have? you know, and, and what having enough, you know, I and mean, sometimes cause there's so many specialty things that you end up, you know, nice to have, but, um, it, so it depends, right? If you're going to fish in the river, the absolute necessity is that you have, uh, uh, an anchor trolley on both sides, right. And, um, uh, brush clips, Right, because you don't want to. You don't want even if you got to just leave the anchor at home. If you're fishing in the river, leave the anchor at home because it's really dangerous. Um, and you can do, you know, it, it's you can usually get in position to do what you want with uh, with brush clips. I have a brush clips that I take with me, and I have a little mud stick 
right? Mm-hmm. That that that. So if I just need to sit by the bank someplace and there's not something to clip off on, I can just jam it in the mud. Or sometimes, like the cut bank side, will be just a big wall of mud or dirt, and there's no place good to clip, and I can just jam the the mud stick in and then stick. It's just a little stake, and it you know I can clip off to that. So the those are imperative, just for safety and getting in position because getting in position is key. Um, if you're, if you're lake fishing or reservoir fishing and you want to drift, uh, in my opinion, you have to have some form of, uh, uh, drift sock. Gotta have a drift sock because if it's windy, I mean, speed is really critical, right? You want to keep, you want to keep, if you're drifting, you want to be in like, usually the sweet spot is like 0.3 to 0.7 miles per hour. You know, and if you start getting up at one mile an hour or more, I mean, you're, you're not moving slowly. You're not moving, you're moving so fast that that the fish don't have time to, they might pick up the scent, but they can't find it. Right. So you got to be slower than that. So speed, getting your speed dialed in is mission critical when you're drifting. And so uh, a drift sock, a drift sock is, is absolutely, absolutely imperative. And now if we're talking about brands, I mean, I'm obligated Right, <laughs> I am under contract. <laughs> it's it, and and that's why I brought you here because it's okay. I I want to know what brands that you right. use and and that you know this is the reason why you use it. Right, right, right. So um, okay. So as far as like um, uh, partnerships with companies, right? I mean, the Whisker Seeker, obviously, which we talked about, um, and that's. They're sort of my they're sort of my a number one because because they're local and because Matt is super super good to me, mm-hmm. um, you know I really can't thank them enough. Uh, I am also uh, uh, I connected last year uh, with Wilderness Systems. All right, so that's the end of part one. Make sure you guys join next week. You'll be at part two, part three with Denny at Float Fish Adventures. See you next week. Mm-hmm.